What is up, and welcome back to the Stoned and Unusual Podcast. So, <laughs> holy shit, let's talk about it. Let's talk about this last week that I have had, and where we are going from there. So... I was concerned with a few things probably like two weeks ago that I made an appointment to see my primary care physician. Hold on. Before we get into that, hold on. Let's, Let's just back it up for a second. I hope everybody's been doing okay. Uh... I hope everybody enjoyed the last podcast. Um, That was pretty fun. I'm hoping to get a couple more people lined up uh, with my current situation that just happened. Might be a little bit longer than I anticipated, which is okay. I am going to start putting videos up on uh, TikTok to kind of bring awareness to everything that I'm doing. And hopefully I can help somebody in some way that may also be going through the same things I'm going through. Or maybe they're not. Maybe they're just trying to figure out some something in their life and what I'm doing might help them. So, let's just say, we all really don't know when our last fucking day is. And that we should probably really appreciate Everybody and everything that we have in the moment that we have it. Because quite literally, if I didn't have the person that I have with me right now by my side, I really don't think I'd be here right now. Um, It's just that, that crazy, that... One small thing could really change the entire outcome of your life. So I just hope everybody that listens is aware and, uh, you know, try to appreciate those that you love in your life because one day it'll all be gone. And you won't even know it's coming. So yeah, <clears throat> let's hop into explaining what fucking happened. So everybody kind of knows the current journey and the current trajectory of new uh, podcasts, videos, topics, all that fun stuff. So I'll, I'll start by saying prior to any of this happening... Mm, for the last, I would say, most of December, um, I was having trouble 
with um like I had to go to the bathroom constantly. I was excessively thirsty and I couldn't figure out what the hell was the problem. Like I would dr- sit there and drink water and then I would still be so fucking thirsty. So I made an appointment with my doctor as soon as I could. And they gave me an appointment for, uh, I think it was January 8th or 9th. So, uh, yeah. Now this was just going to be like a normal new patient. Uh, I was going to a whole new clinic, so seeing completely new doctor. So it was kind of just like a new patient physical um, I wasn't required to fast, I wasn't, um, they, like, they, they, they didn't plan on doing anything, they were just, I was a new patient, she wanted to get to know me, you know, we were touching base. I, though, spoke to my boyfriend, and my boyfriend, my wonderful, wonderful boyfriend, Jeremy, um, had suggested that I should fast for my appointment so I could get blood work done so I could get answers sooner, which never really thought about that. Usually I would just go to the doctors. They would be like, all right, we'll come back in two weeks so we could do blood work. And when you come back, you got to be fasted, blah, 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 whatever. So I took his advice (laughs) I didn't have to, <clears throat> but I did, which I'm I'm really fucking glad I did. Because if I didn't, I don't think I'd be here. Um, I went in. I explained everything. Um, they said it was good that I fasted because they did want to do blood work. So they did my blood work and sent me on my way. That was a Tuesday. Um, I went to work. I was still working. So I went I went back to work after the appointment. And then went in the next day. And I think it was probably like 2, 2.30. I got a phone call from my doctor saying, uh, some of my, my blood work was in, and that my blood work was reading that I could possibly be a diabetic, and that my A1C was a 500 that day, or not my A1C, I'm sorry, my blood sugar. My blood sugar was a 500 that day. Tuesday. So she advised me. She spoke to um, colleagues and they thought I should go to the hospital and I should get fluids because I was extremely dehydrated and entering DKA. Which, those of you who don't know, it is diabetic ketoacidosis. 
And I didn't fucking know what it was before it happened to me. So uh, it's definitely something new. <clears throat> definitely didn't know that a 30-year-old could go into um, DKA. So, yeah, by Wednesday, January 10th, my blood sugars were 700. I was in the emergency room getting um, saline and potassium pumped into me as well as insulin to bring my blood sugar down. They discovered that... um, I am a type 1 diabetic. Type 1 diabetic brought on by autoimmune. So they think, they're not sure, but they think that my, um, that my vitiligo that I have, which is an autoimmune disorder, uh, brought on the diabetes. So, yeah. And I was in the hospital for, um, it was three days. I got out Friday evening about 6.30 and had to go get all of my insulin and everything. And ever since then, now I inject myself every day. Multiple times a day. With insulin. I have two. I have one long acting one called Lantus. It's like a 24 hour. Slow acting one. Um, And then I have a rapid acting one. That I take for corrections. And for food that I eat. And as I left the hospital. They advised me not to really change my diet. Because they wanted me to gain weight. And that I should follow the ADA's guidelines on uh, what uh, what a good diet for diabetics would be. <clears throat> and that's where we kind of come to the part where I'm going to try to make a little difference here. So with this all happening, Jeremy and I were kind of thrust into uh, this kind of new lifestyle. Jeremy kind of already lives it by the way that he eats. He's a, he has he's he's more on a. I'm sorry, I can't speak right now. <laughs> he's on a um, very carnivorous diet, so he eats more meats than he does anything else. He doesn't really consume carbs. He's super healthy. So clearly, the body doesn't need carbs to survive. We are all just comfortable and accustomed to carbs, and we like them. They're tasty. And with me cutting them out for this last week, yeah, there's a lot that I fucking miss. But it also opens my eyes to many things like... Well, now I've been off of carbs for so, like, 
for about a week now, and I do feel a difference. I feel healthier. Um, I feel more alert. Um, and the one thing that happened that is pretty fucking weird to me, and I can't explain it, and a lot of people don't believe it, but for some reason I can see, whereas before I used to wear glasses and contacts. Um, so. (laughs) That's weird that now after 20-some years I can see. Because I was like probably 10, around 10 years old, I think, when I got glasses. And maybe 13 when I got contacts. And it just got progressively worse. I could never see, like, driving. I could never see at night. And now it's fine. Now I don't have a problem. I drove to work the other day at, like, 5.30 in the morning. It was dark outside. I didn't have any trouble. I was fine. So there's obviously some something that goes into what we eat. And I've also caught... Uh, cut out a lot of processed foods so like it's definitely worth looking into Um, I think the diet that I'm following and it's not like it's not a heavy carnivorous diet I would say it's probably like uh, I don't know. I'd call it like a low carb because it's not zero carbs. I do still eat carbs. I just don't eat an excess of carbs. The ADA recommends 60 grams per meal. I've been roughly averaging maybe, I I would say probably like averaging 20 grams per meal. Uh, but... I recently stopped drinking my coffee. Yesterday, I think, was the last last of the coffee that I had. Because my creamer is carb-heavy. And with uh, the book that I just got finished with, It's called um, Dr. Bernstein's Diabetic Solution. I needed to, like, jump in and learn everything I could as fast as I could. And Jeremy and I have been on, like, this massive roller coaster of, like, research and looking shit up and trying to figure out what's best and trying to find doctors that are, like, um, on the same page as us. Because there are some doctors out there that are actually, like, opening their eyes and seeing that maybe a low-carb diet is best for type 1 diabetic or zero-carb. Um, Dr. Bernstein does, like, a 6-12-12, so, like, 6 grams of carbs for breakfast, 12 grams for lunch, and 12 for dinner. But it's ultimately like a big math game, which fucking sucks. 
Like, a lot of people are like, don't worry about it. It's not a big deal. Like, you can just eat whatever you want. And, it, it, like, it's not like that. I can't just eat whatever I want. If I eat whatever I want, for instance, let's do a scenario here. I'm going to order food from McDonald's. Okay, we're going to pull up the app here. And I'm pretty sure Jeremy and I figured this out the, the one time. Because I'm a sucker for a frappe and my boss used to get me a breakfast sandwich probably every Wednesday. So my order would be a caramel frappe let's put that in the order and then let's see here where are my favorites Oh my god, where'd it go now? It disappeared. Yeah, I understand that. I'm not really ordering. Okay. Remove one. Fuck! I'm sorry, give me one second. It's been a minute since I used this thing. Alright, there we go. So... The sausage, egg, and cheese that I would get. So this would all be... Alright, so we're going to eat McDonald's for breakfast. We're going to go out. Alright, so before we go out, I have to know what the fuck I'm going to eat. So say it's going to take 15 minutes for us to get there. Alright, I'm going to take my insulin before we leave. So I have to calculate the carbs of the meal... So, sausage, egg, and cheese, we got 56 grams of carbs for just a sandwich, okay? And then, for the frappe, I'd always get a large, 94 grams of carbs. So, that's total 150, 150 grams of carbs. That's all I get, all right? Right now, the doctors have my ratio at 1 to 25. So for every 25 grams of carbs, I use one unit of insulin, which I'm pretty sure that's like a low dose right now because it's not dialed in. And I've been taking roughly, I think, two to three units to bring it down. So... We're thinking it's a little off. Anyway, I'd have to do my math of... I'm sorry. 150 divided by 25 grams. So that's six units. I'd have to take six units of insulin just for the food. And then 
before the before even taking the insulin, I have to test my blood sugar. So if my blood sugar's above 120, we got to figure out how to bring it down. So usually between that and like, I'd say probably 200 is like one unit, 200 to two, 300 maybe is two units. Like we're still trying to figure all the, 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 the whole fucking equation out because it's not the same for everybody. So it's like trial by error or trial and error, whatever. So it's just, it's a fucking whole, a whole chore for somebody that hated math in high school. Now I have to do math before every meal and calculate everything. And now it's not even just that stuff though. It's also like, so if I go into like keto things, there's a lot of keto things that do like net carbs. That fucking affects me too. Like recent recently we got um we got these tortilla shells that said they were net zero zero net carbs and uh, we were reading and seeing that sometimes that doesn't affect type 1 diabetics so it was it was possibly an option I'd have to try it and see if it spiked my levels so I made tacos the other night and what the fuck did it do? It spiked my levels, so I can't eat that. I can't eat it unless I adjust for it. And the more I adjust for it, the more I have to take. So it's like a process. I don't want to be insulin dependent. My pancreas still makes a very little amount of insulin from what the test seems to show. Um, but... If I don't um, keep my my sugars in check, I'm just going to have to pe- keep pumping, putting injections in. I'm just going to have to keep taking insulin, and I don't want to do that, so. We're going to cut back on the sugars, on the carbs. We're going to increase our protein and fat intake. I've been eating a whole lot more eggs and like heavy cream, butter, um, we're trying to eat a lot more meat, but meat is also like another thing. Um, we're learning that meat will also affect blood sugar levels at some degree. It may not be at first, but in time, it does, uh, it turns the protein into glucose in your system, so it does have some sort of effect, so I'd have to dose insulin for that as well, so literally everything that I put into my mouth I have to make sure it has little to no carbs. If it has less than, I think my my parameters are, if it's less than 12, I don't have to take a unit for it. So, But 
there's not a lot of things that are like less than 12 that are like fun snack foods or like fun desserts like my I used to eat the mango outshine bars like crazy and I'm pretty sure they're like 17 grams of carbohydrates per bar so just to eat one bar is one dose of insulin and I used to eat three or four bars in one sitting so it's just it sucks it's so terrible honestly wouldn't wish this on my worst fucking enemy everybody keeps saying that they they know that I can do it they believe that things happen for a reason and um all that fancy fancy talk it's just ultimately ultimately deep down this is something that I have to deal with and I'm so grateful I'm so grateful for Jeremy because he is all in and all ready to help me however whenever I need I've truly fucking lucked out he has saved he saved my life he he's everything so when you listen to this Jeremy I appreciate you more than anything So, hope that kind of clears the air and informs everybody a little bit on what's going on. Uh, I plan on doing some sort of videos on TikTok to show um, awareness and or I guess bring awareness, <clears throat> I'm sorry, <clears throat> to bring awareness and to, to show everybody, you know, if I can do it, you can do it. And I'm going to make damn sure I do it, so. For all of you that have supported me this far, I appreciate it, and I hope you continue to do so. Um, and I, I, I just, I hope that this can help somebody somewhere. I am getting a lot of pushback from like doctors I think my parents are a little leery. Everybody's just like, follow the doctor's orders, but deep down I know that if I follow the doctor's orders and I just eat what I want and dose for it, I'm gonna have one complication after the next. I'm gonna probably start to lose my sight called retinopathy something something retinopathy where I'll start to go blind (laughs) 
they were telling me that I could have lost legs and arms and all this other stuff. So with all of the like things that happen to most type 1 diabetics, if altering my diet prevents most of that from happening, then I think I can make that sacrifice. I'm definitely going to have cheat days. Like I can't I don't think I can say no to carbs for the rest of my life. Like Valentine's Day, that's around the corner and I'm telling you right now I cannot. I'll eat healthy till fucking Valentine's Day if Jeremy gets me a cheesecake. Like if I can eat not a keto cheesecake, a regular fucking cheesecake that I can just bury my face in, I would be happy. And I would take <clears throat> I would take the appropriate insulin for that. But that would be my cheat day whereas every other day I'm trying to not take as much. I'm trying to keep my intake down. I'm trying to keep my body in like a recovery state. <clears throat> Cuz God knows I fucking ruined it up until this point, so I just want to, like, wish I could just change it. Take it. Put it somewhere so nobody had to deal with it. And the fact that the knowledge, like, education on this is so diverse and so nobody is on the same page... Everybody f is against each other. It's terrible because there's so many people's lives at risk. And, like, once you cut out carbs and you start, like, actually looking at labels and looking at what's in food and paying attention to what you're actually eating, it'll blow your fucking mind. It has disgusted me. Like, now that I walk through the grocery store, I see, like, I'll just see, you know, normal families just shopping and just picking stuff up and just throwing that in their cart without even looking at what they're really throwing in their cart. They see the bag, they pull it out, or they see the bread, or whatever the fuck they're picking up. They see it, and they just throw it in. They don't look at it. They don't check the label I've literally had to check the label of everything I've bought like grocery shopping sucks right now eating sucks right now but I have to do it and it's just it's a fucking thing so I hope everybody is patient I'm going to try my best to get podcasts out as regularly as possible um I still have the Amazon storefront. I still have all the stuff on the link tree. Um, Venmo, Cash App, uh, TikTok, podcast, podcast Facebook page, my personal Facebook page. Um, so if anybody is wanting to get in touch, those are the ways. Um, 
I will leave the link tree in the description of the podcast here. So it should pop up in like the show notes or whatever. Um, and yeah, I hope everybody has a fantastic weekend. And remember to tell those that you care about that you care about them. Because you don't know when your last fucking day is. So. Peace out. Love y'all.